A reading from Matthew 2, 7-8 Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report it to me, so that I too may go and worship him. I often say of myself is when somebody comes in and, and uh, into my office and tells me something, I sort of buy straight on what they're telling me. I, I say, there can be no duplicity here. There can be no agendas here. Uh, they're giving it to me straight, and I should respond in kind. Uh, that defines me as an incredibly naive human being. Uh, and here we have duplicity in its most royal form. Uh, Herod has no desire to worship this child. He has only, as we will find out, a desire to uh, do just the reverse, to destroy this child. And this is one of the subplots that enters into the gospel story, is people uh, plotting and figuring out ways to take out the righteous king. Uh, It will be religious leaders, it will be political leaders, even... Jesus' old family will uh, come into the story at some point and be embarrassed by him and pull him away. There will be disciples that will abandon him. Uh, all along the way, there there's people that are self-protective. Here is one who has come to offer them true relationship with God, to find their full identity and be set free from all this nonsense. And yet, it's just a little bit too much. And so they plot to remove him. And here Herod uh, plots to make sure that uh, there won't be another king of the Jews. One of the other ways I've said this in another context is that Jesus was parachuted in uh, behind enemy lines. And in a way, it's just that that's a war metaphor. But in terms of the gospel, we have to keep the war metaphor. The gospel is filled with war of all kinds, but this is a different kind. This is a spiritual warfare going on here. And Jesus has is, is, is come into the world to change the nature of the battle and to actually have uh, the godly and the righteous and the people that, uh, that, that would side with God to, to empower them through the Holy Spirit, through following Jesus, so on and so forth. And the, the vulnerability in this act, the God-man, becomes all of a sudden... Uh, completely dependent on the Heavenly Father guarding him, uh, earthly people not being able to take him out of the picture. Uh, he places himself in complete trust in these moments. And we see right from the beginning, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the King of the Jews, is born vulnerable. Yeah, And just to go back to some of the things we've covered, we were talking about uh, Joseph taking Mary to Bethlehem to protect her. Mm. Um, this is just part of, of reading the gospel in the full. Uh, there is more to this story than meets the eye, and underneath this story there is enormous conflict. And we just have to keep that in mind to f- fully appreciate what not only the story is telling us, what, what God is doing here uh, that is enormous and powerful and leads up right to this present moment. And gives meaning to the, the conflict in our own lives.